Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Astro Lushes. We have a very special short episode for you tonight. This is Andy. And this is Lisa. And this is a mini episode of Astro Lushes during the beautiful, dark Scorpio season. Indeed. We have entered Scorpio season. It's a time of two eclipses. We just passed the new moon on the 25th, which was also a solar eclipse. And we have on November 8th coming up, the full moon in Taurus being a lunar eclipse. So there's like a lot happening. Um, Andy talking here. I recently partnered up with a holistic yoni spa here in Brooklyn owned by two young women of color. It's a business that I very much feel good about supporting. Um, and they do my sugaring and steaming and do all kinds of wonderful things for my yoni. Um, and they asked me recently if I would be interested in writing horoscopes for the vagina. And I said, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Like, what would you say, Lisa? I would say, why else was I born? (laughs) It feels like a culmination of, you know, like my college degree is finally coming in handy. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So I have this new series of horoscopes. I'm calling them Astrolabia. (laughs) Actually, it's genius. (laughs) Astrolabia. But I do want to say that even though it's for the vagina and we say labia, uh, that is because the, the spa you know, um, offers services for the vagina. The horoscopes are written for anything that you consider to be a vagina. That can be metaphorical. It can be literal. It can be a part of your body. It can not be a part of your body. It can be a state of mind. You don't actually have to own one to participate in this experience. I love that. Yeah, I think that's important. It's and a state of mind, right? Exactly. It is a state of mind. The vagina it could be. It could be Mother Earth. It could be nature. It could be your connection to beginnings and endings it could be anything it can be where you let people in mm-hmm. if you if that's how you use it i mean there's those so, there are so many ways in which you can use it it exactly. doesn't have to be about that they asked me to write from sort of a you know they let me choose the experience but i went for a, a sex slash sexual health slash self-care slash self-love perspective on these i love it i think it's amazing and you're going to be doing this monthly, right? I am. I'm going to be doing it for the new moon each month. So it's not a mm. it's not a monthly, uh, excuse me, like beginning of the month right. experience. It's a new moon experience. So you're it's for each lunar cycle. Oh, I love it. I think we could all use like some cyclical seasonal time cues like this. And speaking of cyclical seasons, we are here thick into Scorpio season. Yeah, we are. It's a dark time. It. I know. I love it. I love it. And we, we have an experience coming up that's exactly for that. We do. So we created something called... Um... <laughs> Preparing. Yeah. For right. the underworld. You know what it is? I just taught, I just taught two classes in the past month. You and can. I my brain is swarming with details but yeah preparing for the darkness it's an autumnal underworld writing experience so it's a journey uh through basically the subterranean self as a way of breaking into your creativity using writing to explore the shadow um or just kind of like getting into a malleable state where poetry or journaling or what feels right for you connects you deeper to that thonic place. Mm-hmm. It could be within you. It could be the season itself. It could be some sort of idea or feeling or demon that you're like working on or working through. But this space is designed to cradle you, comfort you, hold you, keep you safe in the darkness and to fully immerse you in that darkness. And that's November 2nd at 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, Eastern 
and on Zoom, mm-hmm. so anyone can join. Anyone can join Eastern Standard Time. You can all join us. I do think that there's a really, um, I think there's a very real connection between the underworld and the vaginal space too, mm-hmm. uh, and the and the shadow work and like what happens behind closed doors. The the very anatomy of that part of our body is hidden. Yeah. Um. So it ends up being something that's like only seen in very specific circumstances. And that reminds me of like our shadow selves and our, our, you know, our subconscious and our darker areas and our shadow selves. And we associate so many, I think, negative connotations with shadow under, beneath, hidden, all of those kind of feelings. And it's not, that's so much power lives in there. So much power lives there. And it's interesting. I'm actually taking um, a class right now with um, Mary Beth Bonfilio, who runs an account on Instagram called... um, Oh my God, Radici Siciliani! Mm-hmm. My brain is just not working. <laughs> we are actually drunk. Even we actually, we, like, we actually are drunk. I know. We shouldn't have, have done this, but we we did. We did. And my my recall is as about slow as it gets. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, it's really late at night. It is. We're tired. Is. Um, and I uh, anyway, I'm in this uh, class with Mary Beth Bonfilio, who is a very wise um, guide into all things that have to do with sort of Southern Italian diaspora and culture and mm-hmm. magic. But we're taking a class right now, and one of the things we're focusing on is the cave. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a sort of, like, literal ancestor, a, 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 an animist, like, environmental ancestor, and we talk about the cave often as, like, the mother, the mother wound, the hole, the place of birth, like this deep, dark underbelly where all things begin because it was a place where people worshipped. Yes. It's a place that obviously looks sort of like vaginal yes. in that in that sort of literal sense. But like you said, it isn't just darkness and shadow and hidden things. Like it is a beautiful place mm-hmm. where shrines are built and yes. people give birth to children and people hide and find rescue and there's so much light and luminosity to it. So anyway... I love I love all of this. And I want to connect very quickly to yeah. the time that I was in Ireland and I found uh, research and a map to um, explore holy wells, oh. um, which are earth mounds, which were places that were you know cut into the earth to sort of mimic the female anatomy. That. And back in pagan times, they were all for Bridget. They were all you know right. um, uh, shrines to Bridget, and they've just become shrines to Mary since Catholicism of took course. over. But everyone seems to understand very well that it's just the the feminine divine. Exactly. Um, I also, again, I cannot state enough that like femininity, gender is very fluid. You do not have to own a vagina to feel connected to any of this information. No, I think that that's like the most beautiful thing about yes. it is that you can kind of like let go of those thoughts of what is feminine what is masculine especially as we define them today Mm -hmm. and it's just sort of like this particular particular energy and essence yes that is really beautiful and it's all like like you said bridget mary it's all arms of the same body absolutely and absolutely see that body in any way you'd like so we have caves holy wells and it's in that spirit that we bring you that the workshop of you know, preparing for the underworld, the autumnal writing experience. We're asking you to come into the underworld with us. And these uh, horoscopes that we're about to read right now are, I think, just tied in exactly. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna go back and forth. Um, we haven't read these out loud before, and now we're doing it on several glasses of wine. You're <laughs> so welcome. Uh, I'm going to start with Aries. Aries. You ready? I'm ready. Are you guys ready? You ready, Aries? 
Scorpio season does well for fiery Aries, which makes sense since both share influences from Mars, the planet of sex and war. If you're single, enjoy the fierce magnetism this season provides you. Just be careful if you're only looking for a fling. Scorpio season is a time to catch feelings. Regardless, sparks are going to fly, so expect Scorpio season to be an active one for your yoni. Treat her with extra love and attention. Keep her exfoliated, lubricated, and loved. If you're cuffed, that magnetism will allow for major bonding time with your partner over these next few weeks. You'll appreciate the love and connection when those two eclipses show up and toss a grenade into your garden. Mm, Aries can handle it. Yeah, they're, they're equipped. Taurus. The eclipses of this season, particularly the solar eclipse and the Taurus full moon on November 8th, could cause some upset to Taurus's stability within intimate relationships. A lot is said about verbal communication, which is crucial, but another way to work through these issues to get to your deepest truth is through the language of sex. Be prepared for epiphanic sex this Scorpio season, because the eclipses of the season might have you feeling a little emotionally unsure at times. Make sure to ground yourself in your body. Do what makes you feel the best in your skin. Long, hot baths, Soft, cozy fabrics and walks through nature will all bring stability through sensuality and pleasure. Two things important to the Venusian Taurus. Gemini. Both Gemini and Scorpio know how to reel in a dark stranger in a dark room by using only eye contact and pure charisma. Mm. This Scorpio season, go forth and seduce Gemini. But make sure to communicate intentions and manage expectations. The wrath of scorned lovers knows no better season than that of possessive, intense Scorpio. When the eclipses appear, chaos in hand, this is your time to shine, Gemini. You've always known how to navigate a life of contradiction and multitude. You know better than any how to hold multiple, simultaneous, seemingly juxtaposed truths. Where others will get knocked off course by these eclipses, you are uniquely positioned to get by unscathed. Wield that power wisely. Cancer. Emotionally intense, sensitive, and intuitive, the signs of Cancer and Scorpio have much in common. For instance, both fear vulnerability but crave the intimacy that comes from it. Cancers, use the Scorpio season as a time to open up and show yourself fully to a lover, to dive deep into your primal self and share your fears, kinks, dreams, and desires. That kind of trust takes your sex and love to the next level. With two eclipses coming up during the emotional season of Scorpio, Cancer needs to be careful not to lose themselves in nostalgia, regret, and yearning. These eclipses will have you examining the darkness within you, but that's nothing to be afraid of. Leo. While Leo and Scorpio both share a loyalty and regal nature, sun-blessed Leos can sometimes feel their light dimmed during the dark days of Scorpio season. If Leos can let themselves cuddle up to their inner demons this Scorpio season, they open themselves up to finding partners who practice their favorite kink, emotional connection. Remember Leos, our shadows give us depth. They round us out to make us more human, more imperfect, more open to learning. This month, get in touch with your needs and desires. Practice self-pleasure in the mirror. Wear lingerie for yourself. Write down your dreams, wants, and crushes in a little black book. Hmm. Virgo. Virgos are often chaste-seeming, 
on the surface, represented as they are by an archetypal virgin who devotes herself to sacrifice, service, and care. But Virgos have a private side, one that is often very physically affectionate, curious, and for many, open to BDSM or other types of power play in the bedroom. There's no better season than Scorpio season to let your inner freak fly, Virgos, so go forth and transgress boundaries with care, consent, and joy. Virgos are more concerned with health and body than any other sign, and Scorpio season relates to a very specific part of our bodies, the reproductive organs. That's a good reminder to make sure your yoni health appointments have been made and to get up to date on STD testing. Libra. The last day of Libra season, October 22nd, ended with Venus Kazemi in Libra, an incredibly auspicious transit for lovers and romantics everywhere, but especially for Libra. Whether you used it to cuff a cutie or to flirt with everyone and their next door neighbor, use that momentum to get you through Scorpio season, whose heaviness and intensity might seem to weigh you down. Let the lift of connection and that little dose of oxytocin see you through the dark days ahead. Find the light in the dark, Libra. Cover everything in glitter. Get glammed up for Halloween. Whip out your finest autumnal fashion and get cozy with the cutie next to the fire. Hang on. Sag season is coming. <laughs> Scorpio. Scorpio, it is your time. Please ascend your throne made up of the skulls of former lovers and friends who dare betray you. Your dark power is strong, but the upcoming eclipses of your birth season might bring moments of vulnerability. Use those times to get in touch with your deepest feelings and then come back up to the surface with that knowledge. Scorpio uses the transformative power of sex as a path towards self-awareness and enlightenment, and you'll do well to remember it as a source of healing as well. Since this is your birth season, one filled with history, ancestry, inheritance, reflection, I want you to nurture your mental health this season. Tender Scorpio, it's okay to need rest, to take a break, and ask for help when you need it. Sagittarius. <clears throat> you can find a Sagittarius patiently biding their time during sp spooky Scorpio season, waiting for their time to shine. Scorpio season always feels a little drudgy and dark for fiery, feisty Sagittarius. While a Sag can summon intensity if they need to, they greatly prefer their mode of glib optimism. One word, though, Sag. Scorpio season is a good time to learn something new about yourself from your sex, and we know that acquiring knowledge is your favorite kink. During your sexy escapades with your likely multiple partners this season, don't be afraid to try new things, or more to the point, don't be afraid to ask to try new things. Your enthusiasm is infectious after all. Capricorn. Capricorn and Scorpio are the bosses of the Zodiac, in case you haven't been reminded by one today. They wear power and wield intensity like no other, and it shows through their legendary epic sex. Capricorns will find it second nature to seduce during Scorpio time, so go get it, goats. Cast that intense stare and reel them in. When Mars goes retrograde on October 30th, it ushers in a time that might frustrate productive Capricorn a bit. Projects take longer than you think they should. Progress is made at a slower pace than you'd planned for. It's okay, Cap, for the time that Mars is retrograde until January, you'll have some breathing room and time to double check your work. Aquarius. <clears throat> Aquarius and Scorpio are both fixed signs who hold fast to their much considered ideas and philosophies. And similarly, both can easily ice out a perceived enemy in mere moments. 
For Scorpio, it's often about power, whereas for Aquarius, it's often about control. Aquarians can use the Scorpio season to consider how control plays into their sex lives. Where can it be wielded? Sure. But where might it be surrendered to delicious effect? Aquarius has respect for the Scorpio's use of transformation and penchant for reinvention. Use this upcoming time to transform something yourself, starting with your sexual essence, your yoni, perhaps a new shape or color for your pubic hair, a new scent, a whole new attitude. Pisces. Pisces finds solace in the watery depths of Scorpio season. Both signs know when to use language versus when to keep quiet, relying instead on vibes and body language to communicate. In the bedroom, this increases intuition, sensuality, pleasure, and presence with a partner. Let this Scorpio season silently seduce you into deep, mysterious, hidden pleasures. When the eclipses come, gentle Pisces might duck for cover or try to pull their quickest disappearing act, running from the messy feelings and chaotic vibes. Instead, I encourage you, Pisces, to stay in difficult moments, taking time to understand them, and to then wash yourself clean of them. Use the abundant water magic shared by Pisces and Scorpio to cleanse yourself in baths, showers, pots of tea, cauldrons of soup, a splashy walk in the rain. And those are your astrolabia horoscopes for the Scorpio season. <laughs> that was really fun and delicious. Thank you. Well done, Andy. <laughs> Why, These thank are you. really beautiful. And if you happen to live in New York or Brooklyn and you do like sugaring in terms of taking hair from your body, nobody is obligated to take any hair from their body in any way, shape, or form. But if you do, sugaring is so much gentler and more natural than waxing. If you're into yoni steaming, which can help with a lot of pressures it helps with cramps it helps with it helps with a lot of things it's just a really lovely it's nurturing it is very nurturing yeah. and they also have like a whole line of products that they make themselves that are and they're very gentle natural. right and they're so gentle respectful and respectful and and they're respectful they're feminist they're body positive they're sex positive it's a beautiful space i'm honored to write these horoscopes for them mm. luna levage luna levage i love it well this has been really fun we typically do long episodes like the the mammoth <laughs> behemoth wild chaotic craziness of last month can't promise it's not going to happen again no we can't promise that i mean it was a, an hour and like 40 minutes it was but. so long it was it was like a it was like a steven spielberg movie <laughs> Titanic. It was the Titanic of the podcast. It was the Titanic podcast. of astrology podcasts. And we did get a lot of messages from you guys, and we wanted to really genuinely thank you all for, for listening. If you made it through the entire episode, extra thanks. Congratulations. And congr- I mean, and sorry. And, <laughs> and thank Respect. you. Respect. Yeah. You earn it. You earned a badge of honor from us because we can barely listen to ourselves. <laughs> it's a cringe factory over here. Um, <laughs> but we um, really love hearing from you and getting your DMs and comments about the episodes and your thoughts. And even if you disagree with us about something, we welcome it all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is why we do it, to connect with you all. If you're interested in writing with us, you can be into poetry, memoir, journaling. You can have never written in your life. You could be a you know very famous novelist. Famous novelists, find us. But <laughs> um, it's for writing of all kinds, just to get in touch with your feelings. November 2nd. Online, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, It'll be the Day of the Dead. It is the Day of the Dead. It's All Souls Day, which is why we chose that date. Yeah. Uh, It also happens to be the day before Lisa's birthday. Yes, it is the day before my birthday. So I'll be in this really reflective headspace. And I think I'll probably love to spend some time thinking about the meaning of it all. Absolutely. Before I turn, uh, I don't know, 30... (laughs) 
something. It's 30 something. It's 30. It's 29. Sure. It's, it's always yeah. 29. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this has been a mini episode. Please stay tuned for a very full episode coming for Scorpio season because yeah. I know we're going to have so much to say. We're really going to do it up. But tell us what you think about these horoscopes. Tell us how you feel about them. Um, do they connect with you? Do they resonate with you? Am I full of shit? Let's hear it. <laughs> well, she's not full of shit, but, but uh, you know, you could always tell us horrible things if you'd like. <laughs> We're open to it. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye.